KS Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdbride Podcast. Today, I'll be speaking with the creator and writer of the comic book, Scarlet Sova, currently on Kickstarter, Alicia Wire. Welcome, Alicia. Thank you. All right, well, outside of my introduction, who is Alicia Wire, and what are you about? Um, so as I said, as you said, my name is Alicia. I'm a comic book writer and creator of LGBT characters and stories. Um, my first comic is called Scarlet Sova Number 1 which stars a trans anti-heroine um, and is available on Kickstarter right now. Okay, cool. So what is, well, I guess you already mentioned that Scarlet Sova is about an anti-hero, but can you uh, just go a little bit further into what Scarlet Sova is about, maybe just without spoiling it for the listeners? Uh, yeah. Uh, so basically, I would say it's like a mashup of The Crow meets Spawn. So it's a very dark story and while it does star a trans protagonist, the story isn't about her being trans. Um, that just kind of sets the story in motion. Um, so like it begins off with her returning home, dealing with, uh, you know, feeling completely defeated after the recent loss of her boyfriend. Um, her name is Ava Alexander and she takes her own life when she gets home and finds it completely ransacked and an obviously targeted hate crime. Um, but after she takes her own life, she mysteriously returns from the afterlife wearing the strange costume um, and is struggling to rediscover her own humanity. And that's basically where issue number one begins. Yeah, one of my questions was gonna be that you're very forthcoming about that Ava is is trans, but that's not what the story is about. You know, yeah, she happens to be trans, but there's so much more to her character other than her being trans. So how important did you, I got, it, it is important and I understand how important it is, but I wanted to get your perspective, perspective on why it's so important to have visible LGBTQ plus characters like main characters in this type of medium or any type of mainstream medium that just has them as people outside of it's, I guess, I guess you can say label that's been put on them or that they put on themselves or society has put on them. Um, so I would say like, so this story was heavily influenced by my own life as a trans woman myself. Um, I wanted to tell a story through like my lens, my eyes on, you know, I didn't want to create just another story that's like trans positive, which is great. Of course, we need as much of that as possible. But I wanted to tell a dark story that involves a trans character. And um, I think, you know, obviously, it's very important that we have more stories like this out there. Um, there's honestly, to my knowledge, there's not that many, especially those stories that take, you know, that tell stories that don't, you know, necessarily focus on them being trans. Um, and it, while it is an important part of the story, because it's basically, I guess the best way I could explain it is um, a trans person, they experience things that most people can't really understand, like cis people. Um, and her committing suicide, coming back and trying to rediscover herself is kind of a metaphor um, to help explain 
her transition from the afterlife back to life and struggling to, you know, struggling to see, um, you know, the good in other people who just don't accept her for what she is and what she looks like in, you know, this costume that she can't take off. Oh, she can't take it off. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's, it's basically like, I guess, uh, like if you were to imagine Spawn or like Batman and they cannot take the costume off, so they don't have a personal life now that she's back, she's stuck in this costume and you can't take it off. You can't show people who you were on the inside. Uh Well, that's interesting. So can you explain the creative process of Scarlet Nova? Just from a thought in your head, like, okay, this is an idea that I want for my comic book. How am I going to do it? To now in, in the process of completing it and publishing it on Kickstarter. Um, so honestly, it started when I went to the Indiana PopCon a few months back. I think it was like January or June. Um, and just seeing all these amazing indie comics. You know, I've met super cool creators there and I was just super inspired. And I've always wanted to create my own stories and comic books, but I just never did, you know? So it kind of got to the point where it's like, you need to just do it or it's never going to happen. You know, just there's so many people out there that probably have millions of stories. The difference is a lot of us just don't make the time to actually do it. And, you know, I've, there's a lot of times in my life to where it's just you have to push yourself you have to do it to make something happen and when I thought of this story it was actually I think the day of PopCon when I got home and I'm just like I, I need to tell a, a, like I need to write a story and I want to write from something I know so I just you know I sat down I just started drawing pictures and you know doing sketches and writing out story ideas and it just came together and honestly I was doing it just for fun it was just going to be a fun thing I wasn't going to take it seriously and it just kind of exploded into something that I'm just like this is awesome I have to get this out there yeah that totally makes sense I think a lot of us start out like that we write what we know um what we see in our everyday lives you know we sometimes well most of the time we even put we insert our own personal experiences, um, things we may be currently going through at the time or something that we may want to experience, we put it onto the page or wherever medium we may be using. And I, I think that's a great, I guess you can say segue into exploring other things that we may have wanted to do with, I guess, with the story or in any other medium, like say we were, were writing you write for fun, just like you said, and then ends up being a novel, ends up being the painting, ends up being a comic book or whatever it may be. So like I said, I think it's a great segue into exploring other things, but we have to start with what we know first, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, well, how has your journey been searching and then working alongside collaborators on this project? Um, so my boyfriend is actually an artist and it kind of works out because I love to write. Like I always write poetry. I'm just like always writing and mm-hmm. he's always drawing. 
and we both have always wanted to make a comic and somehow it took us a year to finally come together and be like hey you know what you draw i write we should do something <laughs> and like i tell people all the time like i would love to make comic books and we love comic books we read comic books we love uh marvel dc movies um and it's just you know it's just it was it's kind of just in place it was like everything kind of fell into place saying you know like he he draws he wants to make comic books but you know he doesn't have stories that he wants to necessarily tell just yet i mean he has plenty of stories but it's just it, it kind of like what i said earlier you just kind of have to do it you have to kind of go for it so I started drawing up ideas, writing stories, and he started sketching my characters and they looked amazing, a lot better than what I drew. And I'm just like, this is awesome. And he, it just literally, like the next day, he started having like page one and then like a cover. And I'm like, okay, this is awesome. So I went to Twitter, looked out, you know, looked for like a colorist and looked at other artists. And I'm just like, I'm just going to invest money and I'm just going to just go for it. I found an incredible artist. Um, she's she's on Twitter. She's amazingly talented. Her name is uh, Lala Narita. I've been working with her for a couple months now, um, and she's just been nothing but fantastic. Do you have the I guess the cover art already completed? And like, have you ever like seen actually seen it, or you just have the pages right now? Yeah, um, the cover is actually on our Kickstarter. Um, and funny enough, it's actually the second cover we came up with because the first one, there were some issues with it. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I need it to be perfect. Um, and Nathan just one day sketched up this idea and I'm just like, that, that's amazing. Let's, let's use it. It's perfect. It, it's exactly what the story is. Yeah. I'm looking at it now right here on your Kickstarter page. So like. When you when you saw it, did did you have the realization or I don't know what the word would be like? You saw it as like like holy shit! Like this is actually happening. This is real. Like my 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 vision is finally coming to life. Like how did that feel? Yeah, it, I mean it's pretty incredible. Um, if you spend even just years of your life, but most of your life thinking about comic books, reading comic books, consuming everything you can. And then one day you take a step back and you're like, holy shit, I have a comic book. Like I can see most of the pages already fully colored. They look amazing. I can see the cover. I'm just like, I need this. This is, I've already come to the point of no return. You know, even if for some reason my Kickstarter failed, this comic is going to get done. I, I have to for me, <laughs> but it's an amazing feeling uh, to actually see the pages and the cover and it's just like I need this it, yeah I'm just I'm happy for you it's just like because I, I understand that feeling like to finally hold it what well, as you see it but you know one day you're going to hold it in your hands and then you're going to start offering it to other people and then they're going to love it and you're going to end up signing it and it's going to be out there in the world it's not just going to be on your computer it's not going to just be in your head anymore this is like a real thing now mm. so I'm happy for you Thank you. What insights would you give to up and coming writers you wish someone would have told you when you first started the creating your comic book? 
um, honestly, probably just do it. Like, you know, you can, you can think about it. You can want to do it. You can have a hundred stories. You can have thousands of stories and characters and ideas, but it doesn't matter unless you actually do something with it. There are so many stories that we might think aren't that good. People might not care about a trans superhero, you know, but you just have to do it because you, you honestly would be surprised once you get yourself out there, um, you, you'd surprise yourself with, you know, what you're able to do. Everyone has their own experience in life. Everyone sees things differently. And I think it's important that if you want to do it, you need to do it. And if you can't afford to do it by yourself, make friends, go online, join groups on Facebook, you know, look on Twitter, message me on Facebook, you know, I don't care, I'll be your friend. Just you need to do something about it because it's, it's an amazing feeling when you start the process and put in the time and the work and the payoff when you actually start seeing artwork is incredible. It's totally worth it. Well, as artists, we expect criticism or a minimum to no attention to our work. When you receive praise for your work, right? Do you believe it when you first hear it or read about it? Like, how do you, how do you will yourself into accepting that the praise is real, that your work and talents are valid? Um, it's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think I think pe most people are sincere when they say they like it. Um, I think most people just see it as something different. You know, it's not mm -hmm. just Batman, it's not Superman, it's not you know Avengers or the MCU. It's it's not just another story. It's something different, and so I, I do believe that people are sincere when they say they like it. Um, and honestly, it kind of surprises me because I'm a new writer. Like I've been writing for a long time, but I've never written a full story and like a full fledged story that I'm like, I'm going to make this. I've written plenty of stories, but there's literally nothing out there that anyone can read about me. Um, so to have people say they like my work is amazing. You know, it's just, it's, it's a strange feeling at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's great. And I think the, the, honestly, the indie comic community is fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, if you put yourself out there, you're going to find people that like your work. You're going to find haters. Yeah. But you know, everyone has haters for the dumbest reasons, honestly, you know, people, you're too nice. People don't like you. <laughs> you know, I've experienced that before. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's just silly. You just can't worry about what others, others think about you, your work. You just have to do it. And honestly, if you have a lot of hate, that might be a good thing. You know, you might have enough attention. You might be onto something. You might have something that honestly makes people want to hate you because you're doing something. So you just try not to take it personal. You just do yourself. You know, you just do you, you have fun. And if you have fun, it shouldn't matter. You know, it really shouldn't matter as long as you're enjoying what you do and, you know, you have friends that can help you and talk to you and just, you know, it's, I honestly don't think a lot of people are going to get a lot of hate unless their stories are intentionally going after that, you know, like, mm -hmm. they're, you know, 
stories about, you know, like Nazis saving Earth. Like no one's really going to like that and you shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> but if you just have a genuine story, I think, I think you're all right. I wouldn't worry about the hate. It's going to happen. Exactly. Well, my last question for you, Alicia, is what is your idea of success? I ask that because if you're not making money or have regular paychecks, like a full-time job, you're not successful. That's what a lot of artists are led to believe. So we put our dreams on the back burner or give them up altogether. Uh, you know, they're hesitant and doubtful about pursuing this career path because it's highly competitive and highly intimidating. So what is your idea of quote unquote success? Uh, honestly, so from the beginning process of writing the story, seeing the art and talking to people, having people tell me, hey, I like your story. I think it looks cool. The art is fantastic, even though I'm not the art, you know, the artist of the comic. Um, it's, it's still, you know, it's still, you know, a project a product of design that I've helped create. Um, so I would say success, honestly, is if you're trying to get a comic book out there and you make the comic book, regardless if it sells or if you just end up losing money, which you're probably going to lose money at least at the beginning because it's an investment. Um, I think if you can pull yourself together as a writer to write the full script, that's success. If you get an artist to help you begin creating the comic book, that's success. If you collab with you know letterers, colorists, and other people to help build the comic book, success. Um, I think there are honestly many levels of success. And as long as you're having fun, even if you make no profit off of it, as long as you have fun, it's experience. You can always say, hey, I made something. People don't like it. And it, you know, honestly, it's not that good, but I did it and I, I'm proud of it. So here it is, you know, people don't buy it, that's fine. I had fun, but hey, look, I have a physical comic book. Do you, you know? Um, so I, th I think success, while yes, it's a financial question because people want to be able to do this for the rest of life, making comic books or writing stories or creating art and not have to work a full-time job, you know, this, you know, aside from their creative job. Um, so I would say that's success too. If you can do this for a living, that's great. You're successful. Um, even if you're not a millionaire, like, you know, professional artists and creators. Um, but I, I would say the simplest form of success is if you do something, you achieve what you're out to do, you know, just to create something and you have fun doing it. The end result is the end result of your success, regardless if you fail or quote unquote succeed at making money. That's great, great advice. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to push about uh, Scarlet Sova? Maybe discuss rewards for potential backers or any other details uh, about the story? Um, I would just say, uh, okay, so for the story, there's a lot, so it, it's kind of, it, it's very difficult because there's a lot I want to share about the story. There's, there's so much more to the universe that I've created, other characters, other comics that I plan on you know, releasing and doing crossovers between my other characters, like the whole MCU style universe. Um, but I don't want to spoil it because I think 
most of them are pretty original characters mm -hmm. and I don't want to just, you know, tell everyone about it and then just wake up tomorrow and see someone, you know, it's like, Hey, so I have this comic book idea and, you know, I'm just like, whatever. Uh, but I, I, so Scarlet Sofa number one is just the very, very beginning of a huge universe. And I know that's easy to say, and it's a lot easier to say than to do. Um, but it's, and obviously it's one to take time, but I have Scarlet issue one and two written. I have number three planned. I already know what it's going to be about. I plan on writing maybe four to six issues for this first launch, you know, beginning introduction towards the universe. But mm -hmm. I have other characters that are going to get their comics. Um, namely, there's one in particular that I'm excited for um, that I don't want to spoil too much, but there are other LGBT characters. Um, I can think of at least one and their story is different than Scarlet Sofa's. They, mm -hmm. Their story, I'll give a little insight. It's So it's going to begin off with a character who wakes up one day, discovers something new happening, and through their entire story arc, they transition. And at the beginning, you're not necessarily going to know that they're trans. You're going to see them as the gender that others see and you're going to learn about them throughout their own story until the very end um and then i have another character that takes place like in dark medieval times that's you know going to cross over with other characters um there, there's just a lot <laughs> that i'm excited for and i know i can never do it justice talking about it so honestly i would say check out the kickstarter if it looks cool support back it help get this launched. We're about 70% done or 70% funded right now. We are almost halfway through the campaign. Um, you have until October 31st, I think at 6 p.m. to fund it, to help get it funded um, and just check it out. I think you're going to like it. The next issues are just going to be bigger, better. And hey, this is my best comic I've ever done. And it's also the worst comic. <laughs> it might not be a good thing to say, but it's true because it's my first comic and I'm super proud of it. And if this is the worst comic I ever make, that's amazing because I am super proud of it. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, and what about um, your, your stretch goals or like pledge, like rewards for backers? Can you go a little bit more into detail for, for that? Yeah, so I have these amazing holographic stickers from Sticker Mule. Um, they're, I believe, three by three, and they're fantastic. They're a, it's actually an original sketch concept art that the artist drew. And I'm like, we have to use this for something. It looks super cool. And you can see pictures on the Kickstarter. Um, they're super nice. They're coming with most of the tiers. Just, you know, hey, if you get the comic, you get an autographed version and you also get these stickers. It's cool. Um, the, so that, that would be the first reward besides the comic book. Um, as for stretch goals, we have, and we also have like, you know, sketch pages, original concept pages and stuff like that. Most of it honestly already sold out. Um, but you know, you're able to pay 
um, us and we'll create you know another original piece of art for you. Um, as for stretch goals, we have other sticker ideas. We have um, like trading cards because growing up in the 90s, those were huge. I loved collecting cards, Pokemon, Magic, just so even baseball. And I don't like sports, but I had them. I just <laughs> love cards. And so I'm just like, you know what? Let's let's take the fan art that I've received for Scarlet Sofa and with their permission, I'm like, this would make a perfect set of playing, like collecting uh, trading cards. And they look fantastic. I'm super excited about them. I, hopefully we can get funded so I can make them because I really want those. Um, and then beyond that, we have some other ideas. I don't think I've announced those yet, but if we get funded here soon, I'm going to announce all the stretch goals, the, the amounts we need, which isn't that much, um, and other, you know, products we're offering because I don't want to do like hats and t-shirts because kind of everyone does that and mm -hmm. I personally don't want a hat and a t-shirt so it's like I just don't want to make those and if I do I'm not really going to like it so I just I don't want to offer people something I don't personally like uh, well I for one also love trading cards <laughs> like I have um don't you know the show uh, Adventure Time? Did you ever watch? I'm not sure if you ever watched it. Yeah, I have. Like I, and Steven Universe, I have. Um, like I just randomly bought oh, like a bunch of them. The, <laughs> yes, it, that's awesome. I just I I love trading cards, and I think a lot of people, a lot of creators, are going back to trading cards as part of their merch for a lot of what they do now because I know a lot of people are doing enamel pins too but I think too many people are start are doing those whereas trading cards I I'm assuming is a lot more easier to do because it's kind of almost like the same size as a business card I mean kind of they're they're bigger especially if you go through like an actual trading card uh -huh. that makes them I think they're a little bit nicer quality um pins they're super cool I don't personally wear them I know people who do and mm -hmm. that's fantastic. Um, but I just, again, I wanted to create something that I felt different. I've, I've seen Kickstarter campaigns, for example, that have trading cards and I'm, you know, and that's super cool. That honestly would help encourage me to back their project. Um, if I saw more trading cards, cause I, I don't collect them as much as I used to. Um, but I, I wish I could, I wish I did honestly. And if if more people offered trading cards, I would be like, okay, I'm going to create a wall and I'm going to, you know, hang up sheets and I'm going to display all the cards because this is cool. Especially if it's like fan art or something unique to that comic or to that series, not just like a logo. Um, because honestly, like Scarlet Sova, I created the the logo with Photoshop and stuff like that, but like, I don't want a sticker of the logo that just has Scarlet Sova uh-huh um so it's like you know i don't really want to offer that to people if someone wanted it if enough people were like hey we want the logo as a as a sticker i'm like all right cool i'll i'll create some and let you guys have it but you can have them all because i don't want one um, <laughs> with pins you know i would i would love to have an enamel pin they're cool but again i would probably just lose it honestly <laughs> I, yeah i totally understand that um all right, again, I want to thank the creator and writer of the comic book, Scarlet Sova, currently on Kickstarter, Alicia Wire. 
I highly recommend our listeners to give the Kickstarter a look, share, and are back if they can. All of Alicia's socials will be listed in this episode's details alongside the Kickstarter link. Again, I'm KS Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Nerdbrick Podcast. Thank you.